guys, we had a great show this February 7th this morning, and I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. We had the Conroe Craft Brew and Crawfish Festival representatives in the studio also talking about another cool event happening, the Vintage Village Vintage Village Expo here in Montgomery County. So don't forget to check the description of all wherever you're listening to this uh, for more information and links and stuff like that. I want to remind uh, you that we have some special guests coming in next week. Uh, so on the 10th of February, we're going to have comedians John John, Royce Moore, and Adam Morris back in the studio. Very excited about that. And then we're going to have Laura Jones for U.S. Congress. She's going to come in on the 12th. So if you have questions for any of them, make sure to send it to our email at dickandskippy at gmail.com, our text call, whatever, 936-228-9368. And we'll be live on Facebook, of course. So uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook and watch us there or subscribe to our YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we're looking for a guest for uh, Valentine's Day and beyond. Uh, so if you are interested in being a guest and all that stuff, reach out to us. We'd love to have you uh, and all that kind of good stuff. I want to say a special quick shout-out to our sponsors. We got Bean, Pink, uh, <laughs> Bean Punk Coffee at beanpunkcoffee.com. They're located at 330 North Main Street here in downtown Conroe, Texas. They serve breakfast, lunch, dinner, and, of course, coffee uh, drinks. We have Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, uh, their small business office cleaning solution. One time to schedule cleaning. Visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call them right now at 832-689-7996. And then, of course, C3, Creative Content Creations. They do video, social media, and writing. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Visit them online at c3thewoodlands.com. Uh, so there's very special thanks to our supporters and sponsors of Dick and Skippy in the mornings. If you're interested in being a sponsor, please text call us 936-228-9368. We do shout-outs. We do uh, spots and all that kind of stuff like what you're hearing right now. So hope you guys enjoy this show. This is a recording from a live show we did on February 7th, uh, 2020. And, yeah, enjoy. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KCCZLP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All right, it's Dick and Skippy in the mornings live on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy, Facebook Live right now. Join us right there. And we're live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Our special guest today is the Conroe Craft Beer and Crawfish Festival, first annual happening at Pacific Yard House, uh, April 25th. So we're going to learn all about this new thing. I think they're they're coming in and talk about how you can get involved, eat some crawfish, coming up when crawfish season is up and running here in Montgomery County. Don't forget, we are online, folks. You can always text or call us and things like that. We do have a text phone line. You can call at any time or text at any time, 936-228-9368. Today's show, we're partnered with Bean Punk Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and C3 Production. We'll talk about them during the break when we hear their sponsored announcements. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Sean Skippy. Dick! Tom Seelman. How did the play go this week? Uh, last weekend, uh, it went good. We got another uh, couple of performances yeah. this weekend tomorrow. Let's get that out of the way real quick. So yeah. where where is this going? You're you're in a. I think I have the poster. Yeah, uh, the address is one five four zero Sawdust Road in the Woodlands. Yeah, here it is. It's uh, if you turn into the the property where it says Hope 
City Church coming soon. Uh, that's where the... Uh, Points North Theater. The Points North Theater. That's where we're housed right now. There you go. And the show is The Complete Works of William Shakespeare, Bridge Revised, which is a comedy. Don't freak out. It's not people in tights running around saying Romeo, well, Romeo. That's just boring stuff. Nah, this is funny. This is three people trying to put on everything Shakespeare ever wrote in less than 90 minutes. Yeah. So it, it, it'd be funny. And so uh, 3 o'clock and 8 o'clock on cool. Saturday. You- uh, go to pointsnorththeater.org, and that's Theater with an RE, or just look us up on Facebook. Yeah, Points and, North Theater. And there may or may not be a Gold Star uh, half-price special. Gold, okay. Gold Star's like Rubon and Living uh, Social. I thought, I think the only thing I really know is Blue Light Special. Is that a thing? Well, it was when Kmart was here. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess they ran too many Blue Light Specials. That's right. Which... Actually, I want to talk about... We're not talking about Randall's. We're not talking about... We're not till 10.30, and there's a reason for that. But I've just noticed more and more places that I tend to like are kind of going away. We got the, the oh. Games Plus on Sawdust Road, where I would buy my 3D movies used and whatever, or get Wii games for like a buck. There's a place right here just like that. I know, but it was... I might be at Games Plus. It was my, it was my hood. That one... You go over here on the Loop 336, uh, the north side... Mm-hmm. Uh, right across, it's, there's a, ch- a Chinese restaurant, and then there's Swin Bicycle Shop. Yeah. But in the corner, there's a DVD game thing. Yeah, it's GameStop. No, it's not GameStop. So then, I okay, promise Games you. Plus, it, it's a game. I think I'm pretty sure it's like a Games Plus, or it's cool. it's a it's I'll a mom and pop shop. Yeah. that's for sure. Cool, mom and pop shop works. So yeah, definitely. They had, uh, I think they that. had that back that back thing with the beads, like the back oh. the back DVD collection where you get the uh, the hardcore uh, uh, games. Yeah, that's. The underground games. Did you know they're underground games? I believe it. Yeah, they're really weird. So the other day, it actually took me about three or four weeks to watch this because I watched 10 or 15 minutes at a stretch, but um, Ready Player One. I yeah, caught it on, the uh, Steven Spielberg movie. It was interesting. It was? Yeah, I mean, I did not like it. I appreciated all the... I feel like a lot of those people in the who play the game would be a lot fatter. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, you ever spend that much time? You got people walking around in the real world with the, their VR headsets on. It's like you're gonna get hit by a car. You're, you know, no, you they're can't... not. They're not running around in real life. No, when they near the end, when they are, when you're seeing what's happening in real life, when the big battles going on, and you see people in the streets and they're, you know, fighting with their virtual fighting. Oh, that's a little weird. I yeah, about yeah. That. There, there are some, but I liked how derivative it was. That you know, oh, there's the Iron Giant. There's the yeah, that... Back to the Future car. There's well, you know Sonic what's funny is you know some games are doing that where they they basically get you on your nostalgic things mm-hmm. and you pay money for the skin of the Iron Giant and things like that. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, you know, I didn't think it was movie of the year by any stretch of the imagination. No. Uh, I liked uh, I, when I say I liked, I kind of pinched the brow, you know, the top of my nose there. With the uh, the girl didn't want him to see her in real life because she's you know, I'm I'm horrible I'm just she has like a mole or something it's like a that? birthmark over her eye you know it's like whoopie doo no no one cared you know so you know if she'd had a full fully grown mustache okay maybe you got something there but so it was yeah, I don't know it just kind of uh, it was interesting to see that I wouldn't mind playing that big what's it called the Oasis. The big game. Oh, it's more of a kids' movie too, by the way. So they can't really make her like completely hideous and well, him completely hideous. Yeah, yeah it's and, like, and I get that. She's it's... a growth. She's elephantitis or something. Like <laughs> they're not going to do that. Yeah, but it was it was a. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Has, I enjoyed uh, it. Has the ticket stub done anything about it yet? Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. I'm going to have to listen yeah. to the ticket stub then. That episode. I want to hear your guys' perspective on it. 
Well, I mean, like my reviews are very simple. It's either I liked it or not, and I recommend spending money on it or not. Did you like so, it? I liked it. I wouldn't recommend spending money on it. Here's the thing. I wouldn't spend money on it, but I wouldn't mind seeing it on the big screen because there's just so many yeah. small things. Yeah, I guess. Man, that's, I that, that's that movie-wise. That's Better than Star Wars. Which one? All of them. All of them? All of them together. Uh, like, even the older ones. It's all just garbage. <laughs> See, you're just laying it's down all the, garbage. You're just laying down the smack talk now. Hey, you, you know what's funny? I uh Holly's been watching this show called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's on Netflix. Is that Sabrina the Teenage Witch? So it's, it's based off the comics. And I started noticing because they kept talking about Riverdale being next door, uh-huh. like the, the town. And so I it's was the like, shared universe. And I was like, are they talking about like the Archie comics? I was so confused. Because I know Riverdale is like the the town that Archie and Betty and all them live yeah, in. Yeah, it's dark. Remember, and in the comic books, there were funny Archie comic comics, and then there were the dark ones. Yeah, and like in Sabrina, because I started doing a little research about Sabrina, because I, I recognized some of the storylines mm-hmm. that Sabrina and like that how the aunts and the cousin like and and like I was like, man, I know this story. Like I know, like how do I know this story? And uh, of course, it was a TV show with. Uh, uh, Melissa Joan Melissa, Hart, uh, but before that, Hart, it was a comic. It was a full out like. Oh yeah, it was a cartoon. I was growing up in the seventies. Yeah, we we had Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Because um, they, they they used to have I we used to have my dad used to have a bunch of action comics and like uh-huh. old like old but they're all they were like deteriorated. But I got to uh, those are the first comics I got to read. And that's where I was like, oh, I remember this stuff. Well, you know, in the Archie comics, they actually stopped them. They actually stopped the run so they could reboot it. And the last issue, Archie it, dies. He gets killed. He's at a prom or something, high school prom, and someone's going to kill this uh, character who's come out as gay. And Archie steps in front of the bullet or the knife or something and actually gets killed. What year was that made? It was just like two, three years ago. Oh, okay. No, it was, I was it, like, it was, man, that's really advanced that was, for the, a fi- the comic book. That No, it was the comic book. That's how the comic book ended. Well, good. And then they did a whole... It was like... Uh, now, speaking of which, I know we're kind of going off on you know, Wait, a little bit. Well, uh, uh, I want to make this comment about the show. So I started watching it oh, with yeah. her... And it was the strangest thing to me was watching. I don't know if anyone else has seen it. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix show. She's 16. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, like, adult stuff in it. And I asked Holly, I go, is this show for 16-year-olds? Or is this show for people who are a fan of, like, Sabrina and witches and just, like, it is what it is? Because there's a lot of Satan in it and things. I was like, can you imagine being, like, 14 watching this when they show this much, you know, sex and violence? I was like, that would kind of freak me out if I walked in and I'm... Uh, on uh, my daughter or son watching mm-hmm. this because there's some like real stuff that has to do with, uh, you know, basically witch like real witch ceremonies and stuff like that. It's like this is getting kind of spooky. Yeah, movie witch ceremony. Remember that witches slash Wiccans are different. Than yeah, 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 Salem. I'm talking like sacrificing know. children. And yeah, all that kind of stuff. black cats. Because there's, there's some funny moments, and I was like, this is I just I'm so confused by this show. I think it's trying so to if find you're, itself. So if you're listening and you've seen the show, let me know what you think about it because I can't really put my my thumb or my finger on it. Like, what kind of who's this for? Because I enjoy it, but like I, but you know she's sixteen, and there's they're talking about they had like a, a group a group after dark thing if mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to go with quotes on mm-hmm. that, and I was like, and they invited her, I was like, she's sixteen years old, what's happening? And I guess real sixteen year olds get grow up too they, they get invited to the group after dark things, uh, but uh, that show, but they then I learn, uh, the same produ- production company does a show called Riverdale on Netflix, mm-hmm. which I had no idea was about Archie because I yeah. I heard Riverdale before I was like. But it did, when I saw the previews, that does not look like yeah, again, does it's, not it's look like Archie. Archie. And, yeah, and uh, so I was a total holiday. I was like, we should give that show a try just to have a good laugh on it. But uh, there now, you go. So 
usually, you know, I was in my in my office in my house. Mm-hmm. I'll work, and I've got a TV in there that I'll put on, you know, like for background noise. Usually, I put on one of the music channels, you know, like Music Choice. Um, but I stumbled across, you know, not too long ago, the CW channel, which has all the superhero shows, like yeah, the Green Arrow stuff, and Supergirl yeah. and, and stuff. They actually attempted to do a multi-episode arc of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Really? Now, if you remember back... What show? Which, which show? Which... Well, it, it went through all the Supergirl, Batwoman... Oh, so all the shows were connected. Yeah. Okay, and, now I'm understanding. And so it was a big crossover event, and so I'm a couple of episodes in, and it's really fascinating. They yeah. did a decent job with what they had. Now, if people don't know Crisis on Infinite Earths, back in the uh, late 80s, I think, I can't remember the actual year, DC decided to just reboot everything. They're like, you know, we have too many multiple Earths and stuff. Yeah. We have World War II Superman and stuff like that. So they had this situation where this bad guy called the Anti-Monitor starts eating up universes. And what ends up is you end up with one universe at the end of it. So yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of people luckily, die. that's the one we live in. Right. A lot of people die. And the big thing was that Flash, you know, Barry Allen, yeah. the original Flash, died, sacrificed himself. So that's like a big thing. And, of course, it's been retconned over the years and stuff like that. But it was a very seminal event in comic book history because a lot of people died and didn't come back. In fact, they killed Supergirl, and she's still dead, you know, decades later. Um, many, of the, many of the characters were, were dead and, like, dead and gone dead. And so they were trying to do this in the TV show. So it was like an episode of Supergirl. And it's cheesy. The, the stakes aren't as high. How do you high. keep up with it, though? Like, do they tell you on the next episode of the Green Lantern, you'll well, continue I, the story? What I found out, because I don't watch... I used to watch Supergirl when it was on CBS. Yeah, and they moved it to the CW. And I just... It, it got comic booky, Too comic booky for me, so I stopped watching. Yeah. Um, I try to watch the Green Arrow. It's too campy. Again, I, I had no idea. I've never seen any Sony's of the shows. Sony's going there and just knocking them since... But I stumbled well. across it where it's a... I, I was doing a Roku search for something and Crisis on Infinite Earths popped up on the search menu. I'm like, what's this? And I saw there's part one, part two, part three, part four. So I... Okay, so it is a legit... Like, it's not... Part one is on Superman or Superwoman's channel and then part two is going to be on the Flash's channel. Well, they're all on the same channel. Remember, they're all well, CW I mean, like, shows. Okay, never mind. I'm so, trying to talk about the logistics of watching it. Uh, what they did is they did it over uh, five nights, uh, four or five nights. So night one was the special Su- episode of Supergirl. Uh, okay. And then it continues the next night on a, a special episode I'm of sorry, Batwoman. Then the next episode is... This, uh, the next night was a special episode of Legends of Tomorrow. You yeah. know, something like that. I like that show. And it was... It drew me in, you know, uh, like I said, I usually having the TV on as noise in the background, but I was actually found myself, wa- so I had to stop watching because I didn't want to, you know, I had work yeah. to do. Uh, but it was it was interesting. Uh, um, and one of the shticks they did, it's they brought in different people who have played these characters in the past. For instance, they're having to go to different Supermen, you know, different universes yeah. to save Supermen. Well, they've got the, the, the guy that played Superman in, in Smallville. Tom really, Rowe. and then they've also got Brandon Ruth. Yeah, I like that guy. As that Superman, and then they got this Superman. They didn't get Henry Cavill, did they? They did not get Henry Cavill. Man. They, did, they did not get Michael Keaton, but they got that would have been baller, man. They got like a Batman, Bada. where it's um, what's the guy's name? Conroy. I freak, Kevin Con- Conroy. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Yeah, well, they've got him actually playing Batman in an alternate uh, reality. He's really weird looking. Well, that's not in a good way. It's, I was well, like, he like, just he's really skinny. Not, yeah, so he's it's really like, skinny, and so they put him in like this. I exoskeleton. imagine. I just, yeah, well, he's walking the exoskeleton, saying, "I got so injured that this is the only way I, I can survive." It, yeah, he's really. But you can hear the voice. Oh, you know, I'm Batman. 
So it's it's interesting that they have different. Yeah. Because uh, I was looking, well, I think, they had rumors that they were going to get Michael Keaton to play a Batman. I think there's get... a lot of fanfare in these in these comic book movies, and I think they're learning. The production companies are learning how to make it fun mm-hmm. for the person who's already enjoying those comics. So they lo- they're already consuming it, and they're like, "Yes, I love it." Like if they got Michelle Pfeiffer, that would have been the craziest thing ever. But uh... oh, they tried. I know they were trying to get as many people as possible, which is funny because Brandon Roth. Actually plays another character. Yeah, in and, the and same... yeah, and Legends of Tomorrow, right? Uh-huh, so I haven't gotten the part where they look at each other, but I'm sure there's going to come a part where they're going to. It's going to be a split screen. I like thing. those Brian. Oh, I guess you can't like Brian Singer anymore, but uh, I like those Superman movies. Those are fun. Well, he just yeah, he just did the one the, yeah, the Superman, Superman Returns, Returns, which I I loved the movie. Yeah, I thought it was good because it was a throwback. To I the thought originals. it was a little weird that she's pregnant, and that was the boy. That was her son. I was like, is that possible? <gasps> Yeah, remember that scene in Mallrats where they talk about that? I mm-hmm. uh, love it. You know, you know they're making a Mallrats sequel. I heard about that. So, uh, speaking of provo- giving people what people want, you know, Kevin Smith's finally not making weird movies, and <laughs> it's like, yeah, people want to see Mallrats again. So, Clerks Three, I'm sure will be coming up. Soon yeah, it enough. is. No, they're making Clerks Three. I believe it. So, and I think what what I love what he's doing with the, that series because we do have to take a break here. We do have our special guests coming at ten o'clock. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the Conroe craft brew and crawfish festival coming up but uh what i love what he does is he he, he takes his characters and actually ages them well and mm-hmm. like it's not just like over oh, there they're still doing the same shtick it's like oh no they're trying to be adults now and they're understanding what it means to grow up and go through what you know mm-hmm. friendships and adult so the third one's gonna be really good i still have to admit my favorite kevin smith movie is dogma yeah they does, should make a sequel to he that was too. fearless with that one yeah you ever see that video of him going to the protests because during that time no, when that movie was released, the Catholic Church like was doing huge protests oh, around yeah. the nation, and so he he got a film crew to go with him, and he joined the protests, and no one knew who he was, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, the movie sucks," and all this kind of stuff, which is very it's it was pretty funny. It's on YouTube. Just look up, you know. I'm, I'm I will. So yeah, and he uh, yeah, I think I think he announced Clerks three, and then they're working on Mallrats two right now. I think he got all the cast back, so that's gonna be like I think Ben Affleck. Because they just did. I was uh, say right now, he did not a lot of them are doing anything. Well, he else. did something really different. Uh, if you didn't know this, they made Jay and Town Bob the reboot. Mm-hmm. So what he did instead of releasing it in theaters, he traveled around and showed it. Interesting. And then he had a Q and A afterwards. And Very so I think he he's talking about he did that for like six months, and then they're going to release it to the public on Netflix or whatever. But he he goes, I don't want to have that pressure of cr- like critics and stuff. I people who watch this don't aren't critics. They're like it's the fans. So. He did this little thing where he likes to go meet people and talk Good about call. the movie. So I was like, oh, that's unique. Uh, I think he was in Houston. He did it in Houston. He did like six shows in Houston. So I missed that one. Okay. I'm not a really big Jainsaw Bob like, fanatic. Nor I. In fact, uh, Dogma was actually the first Kevin Smith movie I saw. And so I think it imprinted on me. You like the, Lafi- the Lafayetheon? What's it called? Lafayette? Uh, the poop monster? The Golgothian yeah, golem, poop monster. The golem yeah. or whatever. Uh, poop demon or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's a real thing, I think. But I thought that was a Jewish thing. Well, I think he, you know, makes kind of old New Testament and, and Judaic okay. Christian tradition. But I'm pretty I, sure I that's a Jewish was, thing. There's like an X Files episode about that. Yeah, when he was responding to the Catholic Church, he said, "Literally everything I put in this movie is in Catholic dogma." So, and that was a whole point. Wonderful. Well, we're gonna take a break, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna listen to some sponsors. We got the Conroe Craft Beer and Crawfish Festival coming your way. If you want to know more about it, I actually posted a link to the event on our Facebook page, live on our live feed. Outside that, we'll be right back. We're going to talk more about it. It's coming April 25th at the Pacific Yard House. More info and everything coming your way right here, right here, right here 
on Dick and Skippy in the mornings. We'll be right back. Office Cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com see our complete list of special events. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org, that's C-O-R-E-L-U-V.org. Will you help defend the orphan? Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Hey, we're back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings. TGIF. Thank goodness. It's Friday. Actually, it's Friday the 7th of February. You know, we're in a leap, th- leap year this year, so... We got 29 days, so we got like three weeks and a day coming up. <clears throat> you going to celebrate Leap Day in any particular way, Dick? No. You should. It only happens every four years. And it's a major plot point in the Pirates of Penzance. Sorry, man. I don't I just have to, The only thing that messed me up was like the Super Bowl was early, I felt like, and then the Go Texan Parade is really early. I, I think they're... No, it's about the same time, I think. No, because the Super Bowl... Or the Oscars is early, I feel like. 
Probably. Well, they because everything feels early because it's, it's the leap year crap. Am I right? Am I right about that? Well, it, I think the Oscars are trying the, to remain relevant. So, like, yeah, look at us now. So, it's, is it only the Oscars it, that's early? It wasn't because the because the Super Bowl is always the first Sunday of February, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe it's because it's like the second day. It was like the third day of the month. I don't know. Who knows? But I want to give a quick uh, weather update here. So in Conroe, it's a sunny and cold 52 degrees outside. It's only going to get up to Yeah, this weather's really weird. Yeah, it is. uh, I feel sorry for the master gardeners. (laughs) Right. I I hear you. Yeah. But it's going to be 50s and 60s for the highs. or sixties. Yeah, anywhere from the 50s to the 70s throughout the week. Uh, Some storms maybe on Sunday. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a mix of everything. Just nothing disastrous. It's just going to be either really cold, right? No really sunny, storms, no floods, no no droughts, clouds, no, nothing. Yeah, just wear layers. Because it was really windy yet uh, two days ago, and mm-hmm. that's because I was working outside and it was cold. And I was like, man, the one day I'm got time to work in the yard, it's freezing cold and it's windy. Did you get that crud on your car yesterday? No, I did. No, you know it's funny is uh my my dad purchased one of those zero turn mowers and I was mm-hmm. helping him with his yard. You know what a zero-turn mower yeah. is? Those things are crazy. Now, does it have like a little uh, central wheel on the bottom that allows you to pick No, it's basically, you're, you don't have a steering wheel. It's just two yeah. bars. Mm-hmm. So you can just, like, you go forward, you go, it's like it's like driving a... So I guess each wheel is independent. It's uh, just nuts. Movement. Just it's so much fun. be a fifth one on the bottom. I hit so many trees on. on accident because <laughs> my brain couldn't, like, comprehend. Like, I was like, oh, I can't... And, uh, but I got it. After like 20 minutes, I was like, I'm cruising. Dick, you should have called me. I would have been there to I would have mowed. I even offered. I was like, I want to go mow your neighbor's yard. We this is so much fun. Like, Dick, that's, we could have won $10,000 on America's Funny Videos if you'd let uh, me shoot this. Well, I'd be cursing. We blip it out? Yeah, bleep it out. Okay. Okay. But you know, We got a guest. We do. We got Mike Thomas in the studio. He's, He's back, back with us. He's back. Knife show man back. Mattress firm man back. We got Halloween uh, scary house man back. But now we have a couple events coming up. And we're gonna talk. I'm excited about the craft, uh, craft beer and crawfish festival. But you also have another one that I just put, I just put on. But I have zero idea. Vintage Village Expo. So you choose which one you want to talk about first. Let's and, talk about the Vintage Village. Let's, okay. uh, let's talk about that one. Um, a few minutes ago, you guys kind of scared me a lot. I got a little bit spooky there talking about some of the shows you were talking about. Kind of got a little bit dark. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want, I'm going to bring some light okay, back good. to the show. Aww. I'm going to bring a little bit of positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get real churchy, but we're going to talk about a church here right here in the community that's okay. doing something really, really cool. So, um, so really neat story. Pastor Jim Alley from Whispering Pines Baptist Church approached me at the Texas Custom Knife Show. We met back in November. He came out, checked out the show. Uh, good to see you guys again, by the way. Yeah, good to be good back. To Thank you. Back. you. Great, great to be back. When last we met. Um, so he says, hey, we want to do something kind of cool, kind of fun out here at the church. Um, and if you're not familiar with Whispering Pines. No, I'm not. right off 242 and 1485. Beautiful Conroe Country Church. Neat little place. Nice. Uh, and so we kind of put our heads together, threw some ideas around, and we're doing something really, really cool called the Vintage Village Expo. Right? And it's as simple as this. Um, you can walk right out your door right here with your neighbors here, your business partners, and you see some really neat crafts and handmade products right. and things mm-hmm. like that. So we've all been to festivals. We've all been to local shows mm-hmm. and farmer's markets and things like that. And you see the booths where... You know, somebody signed up for a company and they're representing something, and that's really cool that they're doing something to make an extra dime. But then you see those booths where our own community folks, our own neighbors, hand make mm. a I, lot of I these I had all these crafts. bees, so I decided to make honey, and now I'm here. 
That's right? It. That's it. You ever run into that problem? Well, yeah. Well, not the bees particular, but yeah, it's great because I've found, and I think in general, like malls are kind of closing left and right. The, the, mm-hmm. the big, the era of big retail is kind of going by the wayside and i think they got absorbed by amazon well that's the thing so people what's left for us you know if you want to buy staples or the big ticket items you go to amazon but for the tangibles you know you go to farmer's markets now you go to mom and pop shops my biggest fear is the generation before me like my father's generation that's important to them but that that would be me dick but my generation i'm afraid (laughs) they don't like that you know or the generation after me is not gonna like they don't really care about going to the store feeling the stuff talking to the person who made it and things like the that. The pendulum always, always swings. But yeah, so, yeah, it's kind of like you have to do a movement almost to get involved and like encourage people, hey, come f- like see how this knife's made, knowing like that's the way you respect it and take care of it yeah. mm-hmm. and things like that. So the Vin- Vintage Village Festival, uh, like, is there a sampling of what kind of products and companies will be there? So we're just getting it off the ground, mm-hmm. so we're actually still taking in vendors and getting people signed up. We're doing all the Facebook advertising and things like that to get the word out. But the goal is, and what we will have, is about 40 different vendors who have everything from your homemade honey mm-hmm. to your furniture and crafts and a lot of things like that, the jellies and jams. Uh, but it's all homemade crafts and products and we just wanted to give them a venue but we're going to do it this is going to be kind of neat we're going to do it with kind of an old-timey village theme to it so it's not just going to be a you know a row of vendors we're going to have some fun things going on a little bit of entertainment as well um and this is going to be may uh 9th by okay the way. may 9th so it's so if a listener quick. is listening at does a craft good or makes mm-hmm. stuff like that they can contact you now Please contact okay. us now. Uh, you mentioned the Facebook page. So quickest, easiest way is to go to the Vintage Village Expo page and just post a message, and I'll get some information out, and we'll get in touch. So okay. they, of course, can call or email, but all the information is right there. Well, okay. That's cool because yeah. I have a lot of you know small business owner friends that they do stuff like for the Renaissance Festival. What's the strangest craft made good? Ooh, good call. Like toilet seat covers or something? <laughs> macrame uh, shorts. You think so? Macrame yeah. shorts? Ma- macrame hot shorts, yeah. Like underwear? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really weird. Oh, well, at least they breathe. Yeah. Now I'm picturing a monogram toilet seat. I've never wanted that before, but I suddenly now yeah. that sounds yeah, I really see cool. It. No, I want nothing else in the world but the monogram <laughs> toilet seat. I make homemade bidets. That'd be really strange too. What are, I'm like, what's realistic though? What's a strange homemade good? No, no one can think of anything. Uh, here, here. I won't say strange, but I love going to like to the uh, Grogan's Mill, the the Woodlands mm-hmm. Farmers Market, because yeah. they've got. Like spices and foods there that you just can't get anywhere else. There's this one vendor, can't remember the guy's name. He's a veteran. He put together the spice that literally goes with any protein. You know, usually you got to change hmm. change your spice to yeah. this is a pork spice or this is a yeah. Meat. It's he found this perfect blend of seasoning. Shade fingernails, I bet. Could be, but you know what? I'll still eat it because I've put it on beef. I put on chicken. Just I put don't on tell pork, me what's in it. Yeah. Well, I always I like those. I always like those furniture makers who make like really abstract furniture, but then when you sit down in it, it's like really comfortable. But like I did not know this was going to be comfortable. I met a guy and, at the same uh, the Grogan's Mill uh, one time, and he makes um, homemade like birdhouse puzzles. Those multi-piece three mm-hmm. D puzzles where what? they slide and there's pins. That's kind of cool. You have to pull something out to slide it. Yeah, yeah. Thirty seconds in, I was. He was over my head. Did you hide lost, something in it? Amazing. Is that the kind of the thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you a could, little thing. Yeah, you could lock yeah. up your valuables. And see, and... that's old school. When I was a kid, that was our video games. You, you know, yeah. we would actually... Well, you know there's a whole online stuff. community of that, making, like, really intricate puzzles by wood. Mm-hmm. 
and it's nuts. Like some of them, I was like, I can't believe someone spent hundreds of hours just to make a puzzle. But then again, they had to get it out of their brain, I guess. So and that's what this guy did. It was neat. If I remember the story right, he started making them for gifts for his grandkids, and then it just took, took off. off from there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. So many. I'm I'm all about the artisan. You know, yeah. the the local stuff. Yeah, I'll buy big from time to time. I don't think I can get a big screen TV from farmers market. Well, what's big here? But, what, huh? I know, I know, honey's really big here because there's a, like the big Montgomery County be- honey people. Um, probably they're pretty big nuts like pecans mm-hmm. and base stuff. So ba- a lot of baked goods. Uh, I'm surprised birdhouses aren't because this is like this is like <laughs> oh oh fail dude. <laughs> isn't isn't Connor like one of the best places to go bird watching and stuff? Isn't there's it? some neat places there? There enough. There's some reserves. Yeah. We have well, we have we have grass, we have trees, and we have water. Yeah, right, and a oh, lot yeah, of everything. <laughs> everything. So it's. A lot of areas are the perfect uh, place to do that. So that's cool. Um, the Village uh, Vintage, Vintage Village, Village Expo, Expo, and it's happening May May 9th at May- Whispering Pines okay. Church. Um, so uh, be a small admission ticket. It's up on Eventbrite as well. Okay. Um, so really, you have to pay to get in. Is that what you're saying? Uh, be a small admission. Again, you know, a lot of the proceeds are going back to help the church. Okay. Um, you know, with their uh, youth groups and that things makes like sense. that. They do some neat things with their youth. Yeah. Really active. Great programs. Great staff out there doing some good Wait, work. You okay, so. Sean? Yeah, I'm just. Responding to my mother. Well, you know, you can take you can take five. No, 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 no. Does she have some she wanna, honey? Yeah, does she, she, she make she honey? Good? She, may have some, she may have some honey needs right now, yeah. is what I'm checking on. Is she, she may have been calling her flowers. She has some honey dews. Yeah. <laughs> There's that, too. So the other event uh, you want to talk about is the upcoming first annual uh, craft beer and crawfish festival happening on April 25th. April 25th. At, yep, yep. At a Pacific Yard House. We're bringing the party to you guys. Here, this so, is the really cool part. We're bringing it right to you right here on Metcalf Street. Okay, so it, yeah. who's making the crawfish? Is uh, it Pacific or is it you? It's not going to be me. <laughs> not okay. gonna be, I'm going to be sampling the beer. That's my okay. job for the day. <laughs> well, we have a lot of craft beer here. A we, lot in Conrad. I, I know there's at least three, three visitable breweries i know that and then we even have a rum and i think vodka brewery got bartlett's they do a great job as well but yes you've got right here in conroe but then there's a few others around montgomery county and then of course houston south texas boom houston has several that you can visit everywhere where where else in montgomery county is i know like copperhead and b52s and southern star the only ones i know you can visit and actually sit down and have a a beer what's that are there other ones like eight below or 11 below or something like that is that a there's 11 below. Yeah, just uh, can south you visit as well. There, though? They like have Montgomery a tap, they Cycle have a tap room, Beer. Can you um, visit them? Lone Pine and Magnolia. Okay. I believe they have a tap room. So there's, I mean, they're. Dick, we need to go and on they're tour. all coming. They're all coming to this event. Or not all. Like, there's, that's the so whole we've idea. We've got about seven committed so far. Seven yeah. have said, I mean, nice. we're just getting this off the ground as well. We've already mm-hmm. got seven. Um, obviously, Southern Star. Yep. And they're definitely for sure coming. They checked off. Um, Platypus Parish, Under the Radar, Lone Pine. There's a brand new one that just started in Old Town Spring. In fact, they're not even open yet, but I came across their Facebook page, their mm-hmm. Instagram page. I was like, oh, this is an Old Town Spring. And of course, you'll get this. You'll know why I love the name. It's Excalibur Beer. Excalibur <laughs> Brewery. So the, you know, the name jumped out at me. You know, we'll get them involved with the knife show somehow. I don't know how. but um, So I called them up. They're just getting... They have the, a can the, that you can only open with a knife. Oh, that'd be so cool. Wouldn't that be like so manly? And just do it off the top. Now, speaking of Excalibur, with a sword. Yeah. Mike, I got a question. So uh, I'm directing an upcoming production of Spamalot, you know, which is the musical version of Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. We'll need an Excalibur. Done. Cool. Okay. We'll talk to you about that. That's awesome. He's not really good at handling large metal objects, though. So no, not, he a, needs to sign a waiver. A much, a much he needs some adult supervision. Yeah, I was say, preferably <laughs> a dull-bladed Excalibur would work just fine. 
But yeah, we'll have to talk about so, that. I want to well, talk you about. You guys know my partner, my brother. Yeah. Uh, with Bravehawk Forge, we did the yeah. live show together. My partner with that. Well, you guys, you guys have talked to him. He's been in here before many times. We'll just get his Nagamaki from the show from Forge and Fire. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but big sword. Cool. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> big uh, it's uh, not a, a big sword. yeah. It's like a, a longer broad. I'm trying to think. Would that would that be called a long sword or broadsword? I'm trying to. Uh, no, broadsword shorter. Lot of both, so. Yeah, it's not about length, about girth, right? I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so with the event April 25th with the Crawfish Festival. So we're gonna have crawfish vendors. Let me answer your question. Okay. Yeah, because I, I like crawfish. <laughs> I does. like crawfish. So I want to know how much is it gonna cost me and how much can I eat. As much as you want. So we're going to set it up um, where you can purchase one of three different tickets. You're going to have okay. those people that want to come in and just sample the beers. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. We're going to have up to 20, maybe a few more breweries. So you're going to have people that just want to come in and sample some beers. They can- so you're taking over Metcalf. We're going to own it. Yeah. Shut that's it a lot of That's a lot of booths. So I was like, how visually, how's that going to look? That's cool. All right. So well, yeah. it's going to look like this. We're going to get the firefighters to help us, hopefully. We're nice. actually doing this in uh, part of the proceeds are going to help the Conroe Firefighters That's Foundation. A, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So they're going to be involved. Like with Lloyd and, and all of them over there. Yeah, yeah they're good guys. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, of Shout course, out. we'll have the breweries. So you can get a ticket if you just want to sample beer. You can get another ticket, a different ticket. If you want to get a couple of beers, we'll give you some drink tickets and you know maybe a plate, maybe a pound, a couple of pounds of crawfish. And then you can buy a big ticket if you want. All you can eat and almost all you can drink. Well, you have to eat first Within and then they let you drink because you'll yeah, be full. Exactly. Because, I mean, I, I, that's the only thing that it, – it, there was uh, there's, crawfish festivals are so much fun because it's either cook-oriented where you get to try different flavors of crawfish and different cooks mm. or it's just all you can eat. And there's live music. You don't move for four hours. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, best of both worlds here. Yeah. And I've been to one where they ran out of crawfish. And it was like six hours into it. And it was only like nice. 8 p.m. And I, oh yeah, I was like, I'm really hungry still, guys. What's going on? Uh, so I'm excited about eating a lot of crawfish. How much is the big ticket? Do we know the prices yet? Do not, not, not yet, not yet. Yeah. But we will uh, we'll post all that information and we'll send you an email. Yeah. We'll get you caught up on that real, real soon. We're just getting it off the ground. But if anyone is interested in being a crawfish vendor... Message to the page. Uh, we do need a couple of corporate sponsors still okay. to round that out. Got some costs to pay for. Got, yeah. some, got some beer. Well, crawfish so is expensive, man. Crawfish is expensive and got to cover some things. So uh, anyone great. out there who's interested in being a corporate sponsor, yeah. give me a call or give me a message. Well, these are both really great events, and they're you know they're separate enough. You, you guys seem to be kind of busting the envelope a little bit where, you know, let's, let's do the crafts here. Let's hit the heart here, and then we're going to hit the heart in the stomach with a craft beer and crawfish. So. <laughs> So, which, see, I'm going to... You know Holly can eat a boatload of crawfish. Yes, I know. His wife is, weighs like 80 pounds soaking but wet. somehow she can just consume. Yeah, she can run you out away. of it. So I'm definitely, I mean, I'm going to both, but I'm looking forward to the craft one. Because I seriously, I just really get off on that. Just local artisan stuff. Get me a pair of, you know, knitted hot pants, maybe. I mean, I don't know what I need, but sometimes you just get stuff because it's made locally. You right? don't know what you're looking for until yeah, it finds you. Don't know you'll need it till you see it. That's right. Right. Yeah, I need some. I need some oven mittens. I do need those. So that's on my list. If we'll they find got some it. oven we'll mittens. See, so they got it. Any <laughs> oven mitten vendors? Please <laughs> yeah. give me a call right now, please. Yeah, I have you're, a you're already sold. You're already you're sold. Already one. Sell one one pair well, no, Holly. Like I don't know how Holly loses them, but she loses them. So I'm sitting there trying to cook. I'm like, Holly, where are the mittens? I can't just grab this. Oh, just use a towel. I'm like, well, no. Where are the mittens? Ours all have burn marks on them. That's kind of scary, but they're all like burned and singed yeah. <laughs> actually jokes aside i need a solid pair of mittens because like the two pairs that i have 
See, everyone needs these. I'm telling the, you. There are holes in them. For some reason, the seaming came loose. So, you know, you grab something yeah. and if that hole's anywhere I kind of want to know, what, what mittens do y'all use when you're forging the knives and stuff? Maybe I should just get those. That, that that would be safe. That, that's definitely the right. Safe. Is you that can like, up, you know, up, up to your elbow. Yeah, you know that, this salt light. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm into some weird stuff. <laughs> but, okay, uh, so we know we, we're going to sell a uh, a customized toilet seat. We know we're going to sell at least two or three pair of oven uh, mittens. Okay, um, and some honey. Oh, some honey. Oh, and the shorts. Yo, the, yeah, on the, the macrame, macrame underwear. Macrame hot shorts. Yeah. yeah. So any of the, any macrame underwear vendors, I need to call right now, please. Dick yeah. doesn't even know what macrame is, probably. <laughs> I just look at it. It's up. from the seventies, actually, probably the sixties. Yeah, yeah, from that generation. That from, yeah, from, from my eighteen sixties. Well, it's cool. We're so in we, the same generation. We, uh, just a little listeners know we posted all the information about both events yeah. in the description and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, if you have any more questions about the expo, and if you're uh, you want to know crawfish, you're mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, it's all right there. You're you're available. Just People can call you and text you or message you or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the Facebook page is obviously that's kind of what it's for and why it works yeah. so well. All the rest of the information is there. So I I'm ready for some crawfish, man. Easy. I'm ready oh, for it. People are already amazing. kind of selling it, and I'm like, man, I kind of want to like go, but like ten dollars a I'm pound. I'm bringing my mom because she Get loves some good crawfish. Mike, uh, why did you choose uh, Firefighters Foundation for this? I mean, obviously we love firefighters, but uh, we love them, and obviously yeah. What about uh, cops? You know, like cops. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love the policemen as well. All the first responders, absolutely. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> um, no, Teak and I were brainstorming and putting the ideas together. And, uh-huh. you know, we talked about doing the beer festival. He said, hey, what about crawfish? We did a little bit of research. Yeah. And we couldn't find anywhere. There's beer festivals everywhere. There's crawfish festivals everywhere. We couldn't find anywhere where they're putting the two together. So that was a no-brainer. We knew that would be fun. That could, that, 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 that's a can't-miss, right? That's going to be great. And then we wanted to obviously give back to the community. That's always a fun thing to do. It's always a good thing to do. And uh, Pacific Yardhouse has a great working relationship with the Conroe. Yeah, they, they do all so their fundraiser. They do their... They uh, do some fundraisers. And was all, it called House on Fire? No. Well, they, they, do, uh, they do a big music thing there. I forget. It's for the Conroe Firefighter Association. I forget what it's called. Burning Down the House. I don't know. It's one of those catchy names. Pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, they, they're always over there. All there's actually, I'm pretty sure there's always a firefighter in Pacific Yard House all the time. At least one. That's the way to keep it safe, so, right? Yeah. Right? Not cops, though. They don't like cops over there. That's what I heard. Yeah. Come on now. So Come an idea that just popped in my no, head. No, actually, the foundation benefits all first uh, responders in the oh, okay. area. So That's it's not awesome. just limited. to so he, just, you know, he, he just slid that yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I, got, I need some redemption. I know, here, I'm, right? kidding. I'm kidding. We love, we love the guys. Well, well the guys. you know what? You're, you're doing two things yeah. that raise a lot of money beer and crawfish. So, uh, well, I know. Oh, but here's one of the funnest parts of all. Oh. We haven't mentioned this as Uh-oh. well. So, so it gets better. We got to do something. There, wait, there's more. more. So, we got to do something to make it a little fun and a little unique. So, we are Throwing not knives. only serving, right? But we're going to have some contests. We're going to let the crawfish vendors enter into the the best crawfish contest. We're going to have some taste tests and we're going to have a best brew contest. So, so when I buy my ticket, I get a voter thing, right? Uh, or who's voting? Uh, we're going to have some special judges. Probably firefighters. Well, if you need celebrity judges and you're really desperate, Dick and I will be available. I think you should. Nah, have I thought you'd never ask. One of those. And one I'm of those just letting you know, I don't believe in everyone gets a trophy. I'm very yeah, there are no participating. Yeah. Uh, blue ribbons only. I'm giving, there are winners yeah. and there are losers. I, I, if there's an option to vote okay, down Ricky people, Bobby. <laughs> okay, there's a. Can we give a medal for worst? Wow, he just kind of went back to the dark side there he, real quick. He did. Didn't he? I well, they, I they need to be reminded that they. Made... I myself think that one of the competitions <laughs> should be the perfect pairing, where you yeah. you put a cow oh, out to the, the the brewer and the 
crawfish person mm-hmm. saying what's the what complements each other no what can we, we we're not this is crawfish now you're going don't back complicate to the perfect it spice guy again Dude, at the don't complicate it don't complicate it i'm gonna it. call that guy or i'm gonna go to the half, get an easy half win the for people you. showing up just want a beer and crawfish they don't want to be like no, oh you, it's like dark, a wine tasting you know you got this is poured over a jewel from africa you want to snort the bottle of beer and say no. it's you know Precocious but not slutty, and it goes well with really this, precocious yeah, but, but not, not slutty. Is that how you prefer? Is <laughs> that prefer my beer? I mean, that makes sense. I don't think I imagine gonna talking put that to a, a waiter or waitress like that, like, "Oh, you have so many beers. Can you tell me which one is precocious but not slutty?" Actually, I do that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why they that's like weird. me at restaurants. But that sounds. I'll like ask that. if we can put that on the judging criteria. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. So what are we judging these beers? At? Well, you know, precociousness, skips, but yeah. without going over that. That's that an award right there. But so no we, a lot of beer, a lot of crawfish. Yep. Don't sell out of it because a lot of people are going to come to it. Live and music, live. Oh, fun, really? Lots oh, of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Better, yeah. Yep. Like local States, bands, local bands yeah. right out here on the street. So oh, it's man, a party. It's, I'm already, I'm already ready. So give us the dates again, so people can can lock this into their brains. Beer and crawfish, April twenty five. April two five. Pacific Yard House tickets will be posted. Metcalf prices, street, all yep. the info. So available you, on you, Eventbrite. We'll get it up before the end of the you, week. You plan so. on blocking. Blocking streets. Yep. Okay, because that's a lot of off, people. Shutting it down. No driving through. We're going to be walking, having a good time. So yeah, no one likes Metcalf anyway. Talking to you, Will. No, I'm uh, <laughs> my brain went there. It's yeah. like, dude. A lot of shout outs today. Drink some bean punk coffee. <laughs> one day a year, they're going to like Metcalf. It's going to be yeah. a party. It's going to yeah. be a good time. <laughs> so that's that's April two five for that, and then the Vintage Village May nine Vintage Village Expo, there Whispering Pines Baptist Church. And it, folks, what really what's important too is you want to participate in any of these events, corporate sponsors for the crawfish, or you make a craft good for the expo, you're available to talk to. So if you're listening, check it out. Uh, post it all in our description, and it's going to be available on our YouTube, all the description, all the emails, stuff like that. So that's cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. it. Yeah. We're glad it was you, because we just saw, you know, on the booking side, it just said this festival was coming. I no, don't know No, I literally is. thought just crawfish and beer were coming. Like I, I, I was like, we someone's were delivering crawfish and beer. Like, That's wonderful. Now I see the Dang disappointment. It, it's, a guy, yeah. <laughs> it's just a dude. <laughs> just a dude talking. Just, just a dude. His his hands are empty. He didn't have crawfish or beer. Give on me him. a couple of months. I'll come back with you know. Hey Mike, we do want you to come back closer to the event yeah. so you can maybe you give know. away tickets or do fundraising or do something. We could do something. Love to. Thank you. Awesome. So. Well, we're gonna take a little breather right now. Yeah. It's ten twenty-five on the dot on a Friday, and we're gonna come back with Dick and Skippy in the morning. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit BeanpuntCoffee.com see our complete list of special events. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. 
Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org. Because every life matters. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dance Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey, welcome back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings, 1030 on the dot. Uh, We just had uh, Mike in the studio talking about a couple of great events coming up. The Craft Beer and Crawfish Festival happening in, 
April, April 2-5, had to think about that. And then uh, a couple of weeks later in May is going to be the Vintage Village Expo. Yeah, I mean, we post in the description. Yeah. It's all there. But, I'm just uh, showing off my advanced cranial Oh, so you've spoken to somebody you remember something skills. from five minutes ago. Yeah. So proud. Well, at my age, You're getting I, better. That, that's, uh, that's a win. Let's get the flashcards out. Yeah, but uh, so now... Well, this weekend is the Oscars. Are you excited? Nope. Don't care. Okay, well, the tickets, though, we're doing... The Golden Dude is up for grabs, and we did our ballots. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I kinda, so explain to people about the golden dude. So on the ticket stub, we do uh, between the three of us, we do we fill out the ballot, and whoever wins gets the golden dude, which is a golden statue of a dude, uh, not the Oscar, not Oscar, it's the golden right. dude, uh, and it's pretty competitive between us because we've been doing it for I think two years now. Trademark and, pending. Yeah, and uh, this year there's a lot of good movies, so it's very difficult for me to figure out who 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 are these wealthy socialite people going to pick in their in their Oscar winners. I just went with nineteen seventeen on most of the stuff. I, I feel want, like I was about to say I want to go see nineteen seventeen yeah. on the big screen. Well, if you want to go with me, I'll go with you at the grand. I know, I know, I know a guy. You know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you about this? So uh, Holly and I went to the grand to see Star Wars, and they have a bar, and they make movie themed drinks. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. And so uh, Holly ordered the Fast and Furious, and little did we know they make with they make it with grain alcohol. <laughs> and I was laughing because I was like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't know. This drink is just really strong. And I go, well, what is it? Like, do you know? Like, no, it just said Fast it's and the Furious. It's stuff they put in the turbo. Yeah, it's like, it's like Fast and Furious. It looks good. And so I went, we, after the movie, we went back up to the bar. I'm like, hey, what's in this? He was telling, I was like, man, sugar and grain. All right. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. So I would uh, order a Yoda, something, you know, like it would be what vermouth or absinthe. It'd be. Yeah, Small, if you have a fun time making movie drinks, that's for sure. There we go. So yeah, we'll go see it because I definitely want to see 1917 on the on the big screen. Just I, I feel it'd be very powerful to to watch. I, just, I the thing is, war movies don't really interest me. I don't know why. Well, how do you define? See, war movies to me are Guns of Navarone, The Eagle Has Landed. Um, well, look, there's where eagles. Well, dare. it's kind of like the way they did Midway. I mean, I don't know if you knew they remade it. Uh, like they had no interest in seeing that movie. But even though the Battle of Midway is really interesting, but it's like I just don't feel like I need to watch this campy. You can tell, like 1917 to me, it'd be probably a really neat experience. But you won't watch that movie again. Well, for instance, uh, Pearl Harbor—that was the Michael Bay. That movie. was one of the best movies ever. That was not a war movie. Okay, that was a horrendous. You know, I thought it was like two guys refusing to tell each other they love each other. I thought that's what that movie was yeah, about. Yeah, right. It was a buddy comedy. No, it was. It was ter- that to me was not a war movie. No, uh, Saving Private Ryan. War That's a war movie. movie, right? Yeah. Guns of Navarone. Thin Red Line. Even is that would force. you would you call Thin Red Line? Yeah, a war movie. Mm-hmm. Because you can yeah. have various aspects of it, but you know, a war movie doesn't try to promote. How can I phrase this? There is spectacle in war movies, but like, uh, it's it's hard to explain. It's like Titanic is not a ship sinking movie. It's a love story. Yeah. They try to turn Pearl Harbor into a love story where it's like, no, this is, you just want the guys. Uh, I think one of the best war movies ever done, ever, was the Battle of Britain. Really? 1960s, had Christopher Plummer. It had so many different awesome actors in it. And it was just straightforward. Ian McShane, just, just straightforward. The RAF, if you don't know about the Battle of Britain, you had just a few Royal Air Force squadrons and Spitfires and Hurricanes standing between Hitler, who was ready to cross the channel and overrun England. And they had to keep, the RAF had to keep 
the forces at bay for about three weeks. And they did it. They weren't supposed to. And if you ever heard the, the Winston Churchill quote, quote, never have so many owed so much to so few, they're talking about the Royal Air Force um, because these guys shouldn't have survived. Yeah. And they certainly shouldn't have won. Someone always ends up did. in that corner, don't, don't they, when you're going to war? Yeah. And so it, uh, watch it. Uh, the, the film, they used uh, as many uh, – it was all – Real effects, you know, no computer. This is a 1960s movie, so there's no CGI. They actually were able to get Spitfires and Hurricanes. That's and, pretty cool. And uh, basically used the entire Spanish Air Force. They rented the, Sp- the Spanish Air Force because they were using expensive. those planes. They got in those yeah. planes after the war. So what's the movie called? The Battle of Britain. Okay. I'm sure it's on uh, One of those, Amazon yeah, Prime or something or YouTube. Just look it up. You ever seen, I saw when I was young, uh, a movie called Come and See. Come and See. Yeah, Come and See. Uh, it's not striking. It's all. a German. It's a Russian German film, and it's about a boy. Uh, I think it's conscripted, if that's the word, or he joins. A, basically, the Germans just mess him up the whole <laughs> Congratulations. time. Congratulations! It's a really dark movie, and I, when I was young, I was like, I really hated watching war films after I saw well, that one. German war movies, so depressing. rightfully show the darker side. Das Boot. If you want to see so just a depressing. movie that'll just emotionally drain you and make you feel horrible. Watch Das Boot, especially the uh, the long version of it by, by Wolfgang Peterson, who did it. If you want to be depressed, it's on Hulu. There you I'm go. just looking it up. They're remastering it. It's <clears throat> one of those classic, like everyone thinks it's one of the best war films because, you know, whatever. It's well, really depressing. Well, speaking of war, so it's 1036 on the dot. So I have to give a special shout out to a listener that I promised I would do today at this time. Okay. To listener Lonnie who <laughs> last night accosted me by saying, I've been grousing about Randall's all week long. Well, we've been doing replays. We've been doing replays, so he's literally been listening to the same grouse all week long. So I want to keep it fresh. Yeah, I'm st- I went to Randall's yesterday, and this, of course, is Friday, February Jesus. the 7th, and it's oh, like man. jackals picking through a carcass. It's it. I, I'm just hurting a little bit on the inside. I don't handle change well. I, I have abandonment issues. You know, I'll talk to a shrink about it one Did of Did you days. ask him for a shirt? Randall shirt. A Randall shirt. I don't think yeah. they have. Randall. Oh, you mean you mean the employees aren't even wearing? I don't think. Yeah, they're just like whatever. They're just trying to. They're they're keeping the stiff upper. They lip. probably just don't want you talking to them. So they wear civilian clothes. No, they <laughs> they know me, and I've been talking. I know a lot of them. By I I know Ronald. I know Kristen. I know Kim. I mean, I know a lot of them by name. Clearly, you don't. You know their last their surnames. So well, the, the our, that relationship is not. We're that, not there. You that 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 We're not there yet. Yeah. That involves an intimacy that I'm just not willing yeah. to have yet. Fair enough. But um, I mean, I can't believe you're not going to watch the Oscars. If you see. are, no, I've got no interest in it whatsoever. No other movies. Like I'm, I'm excited about Joker actually being nominated because that movie was okay. I, I like, I like how I'm still not inspired. I, I'm sure it's a wonderful movie. I'm just not no, inspired that's what I'm saying. It's weird. to watch it. Like why, why? Because what, what bothers me about the Oscars is you know I really love filmmaking and movies, and I always regarded the Oscars as. Like, this is the best of the best of what this year did in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole aspect of making a film. Like, writing, producing, you know, being on the set, creating the shot. But then some movies get in, and you're like, I feel like the only reason they got in because they're in the club. Like, the movie mm-hmm. wasn't that, like, the movie wasn't spectacular, it wasn't challenging. Or it's got to be the cosmetic one. If you have... Like, Little Women. I got in a lot of trouble from some of the listeners on the ticket side because I said, Little Women, when I see that on the ticket, I'm like, I just don't think that's... That should be a best picture. Like it's a, it was probably a good movie because they had good people making it, but it's like that. What I just don't. It didn't seem challenging. Well, you have your cosmetic nominations. The ones like you know, if you have a female director, yeah, sh- 
And I'm not saying that shouldn't happen because I think female directors have been grossly underrepresented. So give them any chance they well, can. It, it freaks me but out. When every they time get... it's like Sean Penn pretending to be a mentally. Uh, uh, I am Sam. Yeah, yeah. The I am Sam thing. You know, well, that's when you the see when one. you see movies Daniel that only get nominated for one category and nothing else, that t- that to me tells me like either that that it was that a pity performance nomination. that performance was spectacular. Or it was a pity, like we need to fill something in because, mm-hmm. like we I was talking about once upon a time uh, in Hollywood. I was like, it's really weird to me that it got nominated for production design and costume design, but it didn't get nominated for makeup. But Maleficent did mm-hmm. the sequel with uh, I forgot what Angelina it. Jolie. Yeah, but I was like, how does that movie get in the slot? But a movie that literally has every other category with production. Doesn't. I was like, that is, I mean, unless that hair and makeup guys or ladies on a blacklist or something. Well, the Academy's decision to just not have hosts again, it, it's, it's, I would have, if Ricky Gervais had been hosting the Oscars, I would have tuned, I would tune in in a heartbeat. I'm not a Ricky Gervais fan, but I love that he's fearless in his, yeah, uh, presentation. And so it would take someone equally fearless to dare to hire no, I him. I think what it is, is uh, they realized when they screwed up that moonlining announcement. That uh, whoever did that, they're like, we gotta figure, we gotta, we gotta do some critical control, or was it? Was uh, the moonlighting announcement? You didn't remember that when they announced it as best picture, but they announced the wrong movie. How's I missed that? How is that possible? I know uh, that yeah, Steve Harvey kind of did the wrong Miss America one time. Yeah, but. like they had to come back because, like, I think the every you know the product producers and the team gets up there. Like, but it's literally on the card. You it have happened. one name to say. It happened. But. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I, the one thing I do like about what the Oscar does for the filmmaking business is it gets people to see the movies that are really good. And well, it what extends, they say are really good. Well, no, like, you don't think some of these movies are good? I don't know. It's, I'm interested in seeing 1917, not because the Oscars are telling me it's a it's, good movie. It looks like a good movie. Yeah, I've done research. But no, what it does, though, is when they're on the ballot, they extend the release of it, so you have more time yeah, to go see it. This is true. Or just wait for it to go out on... DVD? Do they even do Blu-rays and DVDs anymore? Redbox is still around, so yeah, I imagine. I guess so. Yeah. So there's always a market. Yeah. Okay. All right. So enough Oscar talk. Enough Oscar talk. Enough Randall's talk. But I will say, if you are going to go to Randall's, that they're they shut down in eight days uh, for good, and they're stuff. Do they have a gone. counter? <laughs> yeah. So right. Oh, no. But uh, sales are going on. I will miss them when they're gone. Life life goes on. Mm. I handle Safeway and Albertsons. Now you're going to go to Aldi's. And bring your own bags. You're gonna be one of those people. I'm, I'm all for all these. It's just I have I had a special relationship with Randall. So yeah, Lonnie, I'm grousing about Randall's all new today. So now when we replay this show, you can get in on that one. That's but fine. do see Lonnie, uh, Lonnie's wife Emily, uh, Elizabeth Graven, and uh, Bob Galley in Points North Theaters. Oh no, the complete we works can, of we can, Hey, we'll promote that at the end. We're not at the end. No, we got more. we got, we got like. 10 minutes. 15 oh, awesome. Minutes. What are we going to talk about after well, this? Well, I wanted to talk about uh, some some political stuff. Okay. Because I know uh, Donald Trump was acquitted. Yep. And I wanted to understand the, the <clears throat> basically, and then the Iowa thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I hear these things and I don't understand them. And okay. I, know, I know why I don't understand them, but it's there's no way to understand it clearly. No one can explain it because everyone on a major news is kind of telling you one way and the you know the other the other side's telling you another way. So my first question is: So he's acquitted. Mm. 
can he be charged with the same thing again? Is it like you know? Is it like double jeopardy stuff? Um, no, because this is not a. And I actually kind of misspoke a couple of weeks ago when I was trying to des- describe the difference between the House and the Senate. And I, I compared the House to being the grand jury and the Senate being the trial. And I actually I misspoke on that, so I, I want to correct myself. <clears throat> the House aspect of it was like the initial trial. Yeah, they collect the stuff. And then at that point, when it goes to the Senate, that's when it goes to the jury. jury. Yeah, and the jury. And this, so okay. this is where the issue about witnesses happened, because the— Well, the, thing I was, the reason I ask mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, when you listen to a lot of even Republicans and Democrats making comments, because, you know, they do a lot. They just like talking. Yeah. You know? And, like, the majority of the people were basically saying he's guilty. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, well, you know, when people are guilty, eventually they're going to be found guilty. So could somebody— you know, a year from now, find the the missing file that has hardcore evidence of wrongdoing, and they bring it back. Could that be possible? Yeah. Okay. Because I was this is I didn't know how it works. It's not a legal standard. That's what I'm saying. These are kind of yeah, well, sort of kind of the way analogies. they talked about it was like it's wishy washy. But for the house part and the house's fervor to do do it quickly, a lot of witnesses didn't get called, and, and there was a bigger fluffle if yeah. it had been. And so once it goes to a jury, like in a trial, it's, you can't suddenly say, oh, we have new witnesses for you. And basically that's the line right there. So when the House voted on the articles of impeachment, it's like, OK, this is this is your standard. Yeah. You can't add anything. But they can new. do it next year. Like say say he gets oh, elected yeah. again and then they can this be like. This is going to be an ongoing thing. It's set, it's set a precedent. And uh, this is not a Republican versus Democrat thing. This is. It's everyone it's, versus Trump. Yeah. It's like. I mean, it's, when it's, I, it's I listened to Mitt precedent. Romney's speech thing, and I was uh-huh. like, "This guy must really hate this dude." Like, right? I'm pretty sure he hates well, him. Right? Again, what's funny with Romney? Up until last week, every person on the left hated Romney. He's a he's a Mormon, so he's a you know he's a god. <laughs> he's one of Mormon. those people. One of those people. He, oh, he voted against Trump. Oh, I love him. I, he needs to run for president in 2024. No, it's okay. So he my, wanted you want to get the 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 lone voice. Because now you can say, well, it's a bipartisan effort to impeach, impeach him. him yeah. And it's like— It just takes one. No, it just takes someone who—people cross lines, the all aisle, time, yeah. all the time. Well, okay, so my next question I wanted to know is— So the, these caucuses, from my understanding, yeah, caucus, we're not a true democracy. We have— We're a republic. We're a republic. Mm-hmm. So from what I understand, I was the first state who starts primaries. Traditionally, yeah. Okay. Is, yeah, the, with right? the, the primaries. Yeah, well, this isn't a primary per se. Okay, so what is it? <clears throat> it's kind of a pre-primary is the best way to phrase it. Okay. <clears throat> it's where. So do I go out, and I'm in Iowa, do I go out and vote, or is it a group of people who got selected to vote? Is it like that? I believe it's a group. I believe it's the— So you have to fill out paperwork and stuff and be like, I'm not just a normal Yeah, I'm representing voter. a delegation. Okay. Because so that, that really confused me because they're like, I was like, how is this an issue? I don't understand. Like, do they just lose ballots or—I mean, because there's a set number of people, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like and how, they, they were counting the ballots. But how many people were there? Uh, I don't have that number. See, that's why I was like, how does this become such a— a, a weird, I I mean, because to me, I think it's great. It makes me want to write like espionage movies when you read this kind of stuff. Because like the app, they can only report sixty eight percent. I'm like, man, you know, there's some discussions going on that are and, really shady. <clears throat> what's just funny is that guaranteed Russia had absolutely nothing. to do No, with I think it. they had everything to do with it. Russia's but, pretty big, dude. but do you know who created the app? The company that created the app, the George Soros. Nope. The chief executive officer, the chief technical officer, the chief operating officer, and the senior product. Pro- product manager are all former Hillary Clinton staffers. 
Well, that's that makes sense because she's been involved with the DNC right. for a long time. But this is but you can't say this is Russian interference or that we got hacked. Yeah. Nothing got hacked. They were the first ones to say we didn't get hacked. We're just have some problems here. So it, it showed a level of incompetence. They resolve all that stuff. They solve it yet? Yeah, three days later, where they say, "Okay, these are the hundred percent of the numbers," and this is where it becomes iffy because Pete Buttigieg. So I've, what's the point of this stuff? So it's not a primary. It's just a kind of a feeler. I'm it, so confused. So it's not a poll. Like what? In, in, what tangible? Believe, what tangible force does it have besides to tell people to vote for somebody? Well, else? I believe, like, like I said, so it's kind of a and Brett or Dennis or one of our listeners who has more information at their fingertips can probably better explain it than me. Sounds stupid. Well, it's that the w- uh, Iowa. Uh, uh, no, I'm trying to remember the number. It's 15. percent If you get more than 50% of the vote, you get those delegate delegates okay. that you get to take to the primaries with you for the remember this is before the convention. The primaries happen after the convention. Primaries um where you're determined you're on the ticket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what happens is if you get more than 50 15% or more of the delegates, you uh, of the vote, you get those delegates. If you get less than 15, it gets split up. And that's what they're trying to do with they're saying, oh, Bernie only got 14%, so we're giving his delegates splitting it up five ways. And that's what caused the stink because all the results weren't in. It's like, how can you split these delegates until, delegates yeah, up until, everything's until you in. have it in? And then you have Pete Buttigieg saying, oh, I won, but he had no way of knowing this. And the three days later, it's like, well, yeah, he, I mean, he is it's, as again, it's a good conspiracy. And it's bad news for Biden. So it's, it's kind it's of going to be on the new Jack Ryan season. It's going to be great. Here's the thing. This is not Russia. This is not Ukraine. This is not... I think people are just really excited. It, this is just... A lot of people are excited. It was a snafu. It showed gross incompetence across the board. It made everyone look bad, because optics, unfortunately, is everything in politics. But, but me as a person living in Texas, why should I care? Because you get to say, well, that's how they did it there. Yeah, but I mean, that's... Yeah, no, here, here's the thing. You can't judge off one thing. Yeah, well, you can't, and they'll fix it for New Hampshire. Yeah. And that's so New why... Hampshire's next, so that everyone's going to be watching that place. Yeah. And you know, you know, John or Sally on the computers be like, I can't screw this up. Yeah, the, 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 the pressure's on. Up. If this happens again, it, it's going to, it, it gives fodder for the GOP. Yeah. I think in general, people just need to take a chill pill. It doesn't matter who didn't shake whose hand, who tore something up. It's, you know, you're not shredding the Constitution, and you're not being... You know, whether President Trump saw or did not see Nancy Pelosi stick out her hand, personally, I, oh, I don't prefer, want to talk about that. That's so stupid. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's people getting all bent out of shape. Here's the thing. I don't want to talk about it. It was stupid. It, it was stupid. people going bonkers over it. Where it's Whoa. like, you know what? Who cares? If he shook her hand or not, it doesn't matter. If she stuck out her hand or not, who mattered? Because for the last three years, this woman, they hated each other. Well, actually, okay, so the only thing I will say about that, wait, what's interesting to me about that is the whole, from what I understand, is the Democrats don't like Trump? Like, why even show up? Because that one lady didn't show up. I was like, that's smart. If you don't like the guy, oh, the, the entire up. Democratic, uh, like, why are you showing uh, up? That, uh, entire, entire is it because that's the only day they Democratic get to dress side? up or something? Yeah. Is there like a, is there leave. a dinner afterwards? I don't know about. <clears throat> but see, they learned the lesson. Open a, bar. A couple, of states, a couple of states of the union ago, um, there was a massive boycott, and um, like no one stood for anything or clapped for anything. And it, the like everyone didn't. Them. No, all on the Democrat side. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, like, I, see, I get that, and but it it's... bit them. So some of them had to show up this time. Just... You, you had uh, what's her name, Cinema, like, like if you the hate... Arizona senator who actually she wore blue instead of white, and she stood up and clapped on the things that that matter. She a Democrat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but, and of course, people going bonkers for that. It's like it shouldn't be. 
well, I feel unheard like, of. I feel like that's the whole of the purpose of, this, of that speech. Something else. I feel like that's the whole purpose of that speech. Well, the State of the it's Union. It's like everyone literally magnifying glasses. Well, it's a constitutional requirement that the State of the Union be given. Now it can be just handed. Is over it required in a to be there? Yeah. No, it can be handed over in a letter. Um, it just become this big spectacle. So that would have been a power move. Like I got work to do. Here's this. I got work yeah. to do. So right, that's a power move. Yeah, and the 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 tearing up of the speech. I mean, the only the issue I have with it is she you should gotta, have burned it. That would have been great. Well, here's the thing. There's a possible legal issue that you can't destroy a document like that. Oh, you can't. Well, it depends. This was a copy of a speech, and I was the one handed to her. So legally, no does one that? Knows. M- it doesn't matter. She tore it up. Yeah. It's he stupid. didn't shake her hand. She tore it up. Who cares? Yes, yeah, it's, no it's one's high mind school. is that's, being that's changed. Backyard. Exactly. No one's mind has been changed by anything no. the last two and a half, three years. Like, no one, you're either going to vote GOP or you're not. You're going to vote Democrat or you're not. It depends who you vote for. Um, and people, I think the media is whipping people into a frenzy like, OMG, she, you know. You know, I do want to give a shout out, though. What? Who? I want to give a shout out to Jay Silver because he called the Buttigieg thing. He did. Remember that? Remember he that did, was like a year indeed. ago and he called it out. I liked it. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, hey. Eh. Now, Buttigieg should probably really quickly and rightfully so find himself under the vetting microscope because this is what do you a, mean vetting microscope a vetting you mean okay, like the secret so he, service shows up and like starts talking to you well much like with obama and trump so this goes both sides when you're not a career long-term politician when they you're kind know, of a dark they don't horse know who you are they don't know who you are and here's the thing he's a uh, buddha is a mayor they're gonna chip him is a mayor so now that he's been winning it's oh, 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 real quick what does buddha stand for with healthcare? I honestly immigration. He probably doesn't want. He's probably opposite of whatever Trump is. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's an easy one, right? You don't know now that he's kind of winning. It's like okay, you're under the microscope. What's your platform? What do you believe? I'm pretty sure he's probably been doing that. Being anti-Trump is not enough. I just haven't been paying attention because I'm not really there yet. In the Democratic primaries, being anti-Trump is not enough because everyone's anti-Trump in the Democratic primary. So it's like I'm more anti-Trump than he is. Well, you got to have a a reason. Much like the GOP. Well, Andrew Yang, I know that dude. He's like doing UBI. But much like the GOP dropped the ball and screwed the pooch. Posting pictures of his wife's feet, getting weird. With uh, the GOP had seven years to come up with an alternative for the ACA. And they didn't. They totally dropped the ball. And oh, the that's, there's so much money involved in all this stuff. Yeah, it was. It was. I was so mad at the GOP for it's that. It's crazy. Well, same thing. It's now that you know what say, we got affected by Trump's uh, stuff. Holly has to pay for birth control now. Okay. I was very upset with that. Okay. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm glad we can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, and of course, you know, there's the glib answer. Well, I've had to pay for my birth control for years. I know it's two different things, oh, so man. I'm not going to go I, down. Well, it's that almost like the way we should look at it is we get breaks, and sometimes we don't. And then, like, a couple years, we'll get another break, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I wasn't getting a break. I was paying, you know, the... My primary issue with the ACA was that... That's a lot of money a month, though, for us. I mean, well, like... yeah. Um, my, my primary issue with the ACA, or Obamacare, however you want to phrase it, it's I was in the package paying for things that literally had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like, for instance, birth control. It's like... I feel any answer to the was oh, that really how crisis? it was working? Yeah. Is that really how it was working? Like yeah. you're paying for Holly's stuff. I feel like no, that's not, just I'm not paying for Holly's. I'm paying for birth control for my wife. Basically, it's part of. I believe eh, if this. I don't know. I think that's kind of stretching. Listen it. to me for you're a second. Kind of stretching. No, it. I'm not. Because it was this. It was like the same. We only thing. got two minutes. You're stretching it. No, I, uh, I get the final word. No, no, no. So we're, we'll <laughs> just real quick. Let me say. Do you not feel that the best way to fix healthcare is, for instance, there are going to be one of three things besides an accident that's going to kill me? 
heart attack, stroke, or cancer. Of my age, or a, my lifestyle. Or a car wreck. That's what I'm saying. Take accident out, out uh, of it. Three, quote, naturally occurring things. Maybe it's not an accident. So my health care needs to be centered around those things and not about birth control. When but how did you know that, though, in a sense? Like, did you read the whole thing? Because no I one feel read like the whole thing. As Nancy Pelosi said, well, I mean, we got to pass it so we know what's in it. Because I feel like it's just kind of like you're covered. You're good. But and I don't need to be you covered can make for a stink things about that have nothing to do with You can make a stink me. about it. I'm not. I don't need to be covered for things that don't have, that have anything to do with me. I need cancer care, stroke care, heart care. Maybe you want to take birth control. Maybe you like the taste. There of needs it. to be a I don't cafeteria know. menu. We'll move on. We're moving on. Uh-huh. All right. So you uh, just to remind folks, we're going to be back Monday. We got our comedian friends coming back. They have a show next week. Awesome. They so I'm awesome. really excited about that. We got Royce, John, John, and Adam coming back in. If you missed that, you probably been listening to them all week because that's like the one we've been leaving <laughs> on replay, which I'm fixing by the way. I've been doing a lot of uh, system updates for our mm-hmm. automation stuff, so you're, you're going to hear more diff- variety if we're not here. Nice. Uh, then we also have Laura Jones for U.S. Congress uh, District 8. Very excited about having her in. She's going to be on Wednesday. So if you have questions for Laura and all that kind of stuff, make sure to... So Laura's going to be our first politician for this uh, election cycle. I know we've had Jay Stillberg in, but he hasn't been doing it under the... as a part of the campaign. Yeah. So... Laura, we're one, can't wait to talk to you. Very excited about uh, that. You can call or text 936-228-9368 or email us at dickandskippy at gmail.com or message on our social media. Uh, yeah, so she's running against Congress uh, Kevin Brady. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's. I'm excited about that. So we got comedians on Monday and we got uh, <laughs> politicians. <laughs> politicians on Wednesday. Don't get them confused, and for man. Valentine's Day, we're uh, looking for uh, something oriented. Like we want someone to come in I and be a guest. A I was trying to get a marriage counselor oh, or, marriage a counselor card or a tarot card reader. Someone going, who can tell us what's in our our lovelorn future. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I, so if someone knows a tarot card reader, we can do it live on the air. I would and love we, to do that. Here's the thing we won't amble, we'll treat it with respect. No, we, I won't. No, I'll treat it with respect. What's like the opposite of tarot card reading? Like tea leaves? Tea leaves, palm reading, crystal ball reading. Because I know there's some competition. Like, oh, she does the tarot card. I do the tea yeah. leaves. Right? Well, yeah, we'll get a tea, re- tea leaf oh, They should probably do everything, right? Yeah. Or he does. It's always the lady. Why is it always women that does the tarot card Cause stuff? Because they... Because uh, warlocks they are really predate, evil? Predate, you know, with Mother Earth and stuff. Okay. They have a better connection. Yeah. More in tune. That makes sense. <coughs> makes a lot more sense than everything else we just talked about yep. so i'm excited about that guys so stick around uh we'll be back on monday thank you so much for tuning in today and a special thanks to our friend for the craft yeah beer. thanks mike we appreciate it uh, and then also the vintage village expo more information on those events check out the description uh, and then yeah thanks for listening uh we'll be back on monday we'll see you guys at uh